We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their Creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it, and to institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form, as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Prudence, indeed, will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes, and accordingly all experience hath shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer, while evils are sufferable, than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations, pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty, to throw off such government, and to provide new guards for their future security. You're tuning into The Constitutionalist with Donnie the Don. Don't be political property, be free. Hello, hello everybody. How we doing? How's the sound? I checked the chat. I asked everybody a few seconds ago to see. Uh, yes, yes, they said uh, F Joe Biden. It's good. Okay. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, today uh, we're going to be talking about, you know, the Sons of Liberties, but more so how we can be, in a sense, more of a modern day Sons of Liberty. You know, because... I feel like Americans have gotten soft, very, very soft. And not that I'm saying that, you know, we need to go, you know, tar and feather people um, to get our points across or anything like that necessarily. But that kind of mindset and the kind of organization that they had, you know, they used to meet up in the pubs and have discussions and conversations and uh, figure out how they could, uh, you know, get our independence. So I'm kind of looking at it in the mindset that way. And I think, too, sometimes watching that kind of stuff or learning more about it, can actually also get people motivated and a little more excited about being a part of a movement that actually is us concentrating on our, you know, our constitutional rights, bill of rights, uh, natural human rights and things like that. Because, you know, in school, that stuff came off as boring. And it says, I'm not going to fib you guys. The Revolutionary War, that part, I wasn't really all that too interested in it. Did I get the information and knowledge and learn those things? Because I had to pass a test. That, that was more so like that for that time frame, yes. But looking back at it now compared to what how people are reacting to tyranny now, it's completely night and day where they were they will boycott a business if it, a British or loyalist business where we're here, we're like, well, I'm still gonna go to Walmart or a big chain store, or I'm still gonna order from Amazon even though they hate my guts. And now I'll, but I'll still give my money. They didn't do that back then. They boycott that stuff and I mean honestly they, they burn and loot things. They I'm not saying we should do that either, just so you know, people are recording things and things like that. But they were very adamant and hardcore about their values and how they could obtain and get our goals going. I was talking to um our buddy Robert uh earlier today on the phone and I was just like, you know what? Across the nation, the people like, what can we do? How can we do certain things? I think a big thing that we could do is kind of like a a pop up um, Liberty Pub. Like we, like I said, we talk about this show kind of being like a Liberty Pub in a, to a certain extent. 
how about we have people locally in those areas coming together? It's certain, it, hey, it doesn't have to be at a pub, like kind of create your own pub and since y'all come together, kind of like how the founding fathers did. And um, really kind of pay attention to who you're letting in because, you know, the the feds like to infiltrate things and, and cause problems, as we have seen. They're, they're still doing that right now. But like I said, we can take over stuff, our governments locally, too. Like I said before, Texas Constitution um, already outlines that. I know you guys have your own constitutions, but like I've been, I'll tell you all every single day, I hope you all are reading your constitutions. I hope you're um, focusing on those and seeing what solutions you can find in your area because you've read those constitutions. But Texas Constitution, I've, I read before, I'll read it again. Section two, inherit political power, Republican form of government. All political power is inherited in the people and all free governments are founded on their authority and instituted for their benefit. The faith of the people of Texas stands pledged to the preservation of a Republican form of government and subject to this limitation only. They have at all times the inalienable right to alter, reform, or abolish their government in such manner as they may think expedient. So we have certain things in place already that we are able to use and able to take our country back. Now, in a sense, it's a revolution, but everyone thinks maybe a revolution just has to be bloody and it, and it has to be a battle. You know, people talk about, oh, there's going to be a civil war. Oh, there's going to be a, a revolution. People are going to die. I don't think people have enough people really have the enough kahunas necessarily to do that in, in this country. Like I said, it's very weak. People here have um, been conditioned that, you know, you go do your nine to five or you work 50, 40, 60 hours a week. You come home, you want to relax, you want to watch sports. You want to watch a movie. You want to go hang out with your friends and not care about anything else. But this is where we're at because we've been distracted for so long and no one's really doing anything. And and it comes down to another problem is that since we're so distracted and our lives are so busy, we want to depend on a political party to tell us how to think, feel, vote, um, what we can and can't do because we're, we're so busy with our lives. We've tried to pivot that responsibility on them. And when they, and when they fuck up, what do we do? We just sit there and bitch and moan about it and we don't do anything. So I, I really want us to have that kind of dialogue today and discuss it because me going back and like looking at things like the Son of Liberty, um, looking at the actual patriots, uh, real quick, I'll get back to that definition of what a patriot really is again. Looking at that stuff, it then and now, I don't really see any patriots necessarily. Um, of course, if you're a patriot at home in your community, that's separate. You're not getting national news attention and media. They would probably want that happening because then you have people actually getting inspired to jump up and do something and do something about the tyrannical government problem that we've been having for decades. So back to real quick before we have Private and Robert come up next. The definition, we're going to talk about patriots. Patriots were the ones who fought for independence from the crown. They are not someone who's loyal to a party. Loyalists were loyal to the crown. They 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 aided the tyranny of the crown. That's the same thing. Our crown here in America are these political parties. These parties aren't representing us. And and then people say, well, if you go if you do not pick a Republican, then you're, you're going to give away all your liberties and freedoms, and you're going to give votes away to Republicans. You know, sorry, you're going to give votes away to Democrats if you go independent or this way. Well, how about this? You're taking away my liberties, my freedoms. You're taking those away by voting for that instead of voting for my liberties and freedoms. And this is a conversation that, you know, we really should have because we don't have people 
who are really standing for liberty that we know uh, really big names or anything out there is like that. Um, and if they do, we know what happens to them necessarily sometimes. But this is a time where we have a country with people that are fed up with both parties, they're upset with the system, and they're dead, they're tired, and they're looking for that solution. And so that's the thing. Like we like to talk about solutions here, but I'm thinking about this pop up uh, pub. Uh, situation people that's still having fun but then you talk about things that actually matter now if you get super drunk and abbreviated I mean you can't really add to the conversation but I, I you know we're as adults I think we can really control and be responsible and not do things and hurt other people in the process be responsible but yeah that I really want to discuss that in uh, the history of all that so private I'll let you go next Private, are you familiar with this on a liberty have you um, have you looked into it I've I've gone pretty found um, fond of uh, Samuel Adams. I, I'm really starting to like his story. Well, uh, Sons of Liberty was actually number one selling uh, uh, said, uh, publication even to this day per capita in the United States. Uh, that's the history of it. It's a good idea, but uh, if you're going to do something like that, I would highly recommend getting at least EMP bags and throwing all the phones in there unless you've got like, an encrypted phone like myself. You know, Then you don't have to worry about that crap. Because they do listen to everything, and I'm sure someone's going to say something stupid there, and you just don't need that. You know, when you're talking in person, and and people talk about it. I hear it a lot, you know, over uh, different communication lines. People are just sick and tired of this crap, and they're on edge, and there's all it takes is one or two major events, and everyone's just going to dogpile. Because nobody wants to be Jersey number one. That's the number mm-hmm. one thing. Nobody wants to be Jersey number one. But if Jersey number one happens, then you're going to see this, that, the other, and it'll just it'll just start going. But the the way we can break free is food, water, and power. And you can do that with with a basic solar setup. Of you can get two two to four high efficiency solar panels. You can start with two because that's the cheapest, and you can slant them on a, on a wooden structure. You can get the proper wiring. Depending on your area, some places are like, oh, you need a permit for that. Some places don't care if it's small. You know, unfortunately, where I, I'm at, you know, the sheriff, the area, they don't care about small structures, you know? And you yeah, can get but, inverters and um, – Yeah, but private, that those things are necessary to do, but I'm talking about when, when, when people can feel comfortable – to come together and start planning things. I'm talking about locally, like with your communities, like your county areas and your cities. Right. But like, of course, you definitely keep your phones hit. Like you be, be cautious, obviously. That's why we're having these discussions. Like, you know, how can we do this to where we're not being spied on, where we can be effective and making sure like, you know, they've had their issues with people who were, who were backstabbers, who pretended like they were part of it and they weren't and people got arrested or people got killed. But, you know, this is the reason why we have these discussions is so that we can protect that stuff. And so you did bring okay. up a great point. I agree with you 100%. Yes. You know, if, so everybody puts their phone, leave their phones in their cars or everyone puts their, their phones in a one area. You, do, you guys go and you have your conversations, you do your stuff and just didn't talk. It doesn't have to be at a bar. And also, too, if you have a relationship at some kind of pub or bar, then you have your own section and you're all, all talking amongst yourselves or whatnot. But I think people can do it at their homes. You can do it other places. Just like I wouldn't sell anything so that you don't break any laws with licensing or anything like that. But try to make sure you keep them with the laws so y'all don't get in trouble and you're safe. 
but and also making sure you know your best vetting people out who are in there who aren't trying to infiltrate and that's how you also start picking your better candidates who are going to run for office these people in these meetings you right. that's how you guys come and decide you already have a support group we want you to be our sheriff in our area so we're all going to back you and all this all this like that this is a way we can do that instead of letting them divide us and just have us only on the internet or just our podcast have these discussions we got to start getting in pub person I participated up until this year in the meetup groups and meeting and having conversations and doing that. But those people more so wanted to just have be around like-minded people and not necessarily, you know, want it to make a difference. Some will go knock doors and do things like that, but actually to, to make a difference and change, not necessarily. This is different than just meeting up and have a social hour. This is like, you got to look at how our forefathers did this or how the son of liberties, how these people, the Patriots did this stuff and actually start executing these 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 ideas and planning together and where it's safer. You, you do realize at the beginning, a lot of people did the stuff locally, and that's not mm-hmm. pushing a lot. And yes, power is important. It's not the end of all, but also uh, neighborhood and community farming. You know, uh, if right. You speak, and you, you could because if you support yourself with food, a, a water source, and you know, even if it's a small power source, you know, Two panels can generate enough power to take care of uh, refrigeration, freezer, and some small items on a 110. You know, I actually have a system that's it's bigger than that, but it's not much bigger. And it, and it does all the basics you need. And if you can have that, you know, it's it's great, but it's, it's not exactly cheap. But the farming is, you get the food, you can have water filtration or some kind of water system through your uh, your gutters. And you can grow food, trade food, and you could pretty much eliminate a lot of that dependency you have on that grocery store. You know, they're intentionally raising prices by, you know, Bill Gates buying up farmland and they're burning down all this crap. We are, we already know about this. They're, they're yeah, you know, food. and that's what another point of the pub thing is, is to, you know, we can come back to our own um, community economics. So, Maybe someone does has eggs. Maybe someone deer hunts and has meat. Maybe someone grows corn. You can trade that off and things like that. That's the whole point of meeting at these pubs or meeting together and 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 doing these things to plan those things instead of doing them publicly every single time on the podcast where the, everyone the feds can hear it. I'm saying that there's ways that we need to start doing this in our communities to where people will want to engage. You got to give people an incentive too. People like to have fun. But this can be more fun when you're when you're doing this. Yeah, definitely. But hey, yeah, that's that's the plan. We're trying to. We're working on that. Um, you know, build Robert, relationships while stuff is still good. Right. Let's let's Robert uh, go ahead and get get some things out because he hopped up there at the same time you did. Go ahead, Robert. Okay. So, can you hear me? Not that well. Come closer to your phone, or do you have your headset on? I'm going to make that your sound bite, by the way. <laughs> Robert roaring because his sound isn't working. <laughs> sorry. This, I'm, uh, I'm sorry. My fucking mic is, is always pissing me off. Okay. <laughs> All right. We're good now. I can hear you. Okay. So, um, first, <laughs> not going to comment. So, so first things, first things first, when we're talking about alcohol, 
I know I sound like a government shill, but but I do believe that but I do believe in drunk driving laws. Please, if you think that if that if you if you hold up one finger and you see three, turn your keys over to a friend. Get a ride home. Do not try to drive drunk because it does kill people. There's plenty of stats to back that one up. Okay. And, and Robert, it not only does it kill people, you're going to hurt the movement if a bunch of y'all run around drunk drivers. You're going to be like, look at all these drunks out here running around, driving around, hitting people or, and destroying property. We can't have that. We have to be responsible. Right, and and ID everyone because uh, because underage drinking is treated very seriously in this country. Now, mind you, I am no fan of prohibition laws. Okay, uh, but but I don't want any of us to get in tr- to get caught selling uh, either giving or selling alcohol to minors and. Because I I think I think all these prohibition laws need to be thrown out the window, but for the time being, we do need to be extremely careful with alcohol. Now that you say that, I just thought of something, Robert. Yeah. The quote I put in in the and we're talking about Samuel Adams, <laughs> and then we're talking about beer now. The quote I put in here is. Um, not about beer, but the same as Adam's name, and they were talking about alcohol. Um, it is the interest of tyrants to reduce the people to ignorance and vice, for they cannot live in any country where virtue and knowledge prevails. So that just reminded me that you know we're talking about Samuel Adams, and then we're talking about the pubs and everything, and and you know the, it just that's I was just throwing out something out there. I was just you made me think of it. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So you're. You're right because it, if if you want to reduce a nation to weakness, uh, introduce prostitution, introduce pornography, introduce uh, all for all forms of vices, and that's how you get today's society. Because now I I'm very open about this. I used to I I used to want uh, the uh, it was a few years ago. I went to a creation festival. I think it was 2019. I met a group named uh, Exodus Cry. Uh, they're a ministry that uh, talks about the deals with pornography and sex trafficking. They even go so far, by God's grace, as to buy the freedom of prostitutes, especially young boys and girls who are being trafficked. And when they told and when and see, before I talked to them, my reasoning was that well, as long as it's two adults getting consent, what's the big deal? But then when they told me that a lot of the pornography made is is actually part is actually a big part of the human trafficking, that was like no, ah, uh, that that made me sick to my stomach. And and the, now occasionally I will okay like I will look to see what's trending on Pornhub just to see how far we've gone 
to degeneracy. And right now, the the mm-hmm. most popular pornography is stepmom and stepson. And Robert, what does it have to do with the Son of Liberties? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You talk about vices. I was just talking about how people are more likely to. I'm not trying to get people wanting liberty because they want to go see some people have sex now. I don't know where you're going on with that one. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. You were talking about vices. I was talking about people. I was talking about people what they want to do entertainment wise, like fun, like go in public. Now I don't think we should be talking about the Constitution and sex orgies. Now I don't know where you're going with that one, Robert. But let me rule you back in. I'm not advocating for that. I'm just saying. I'm just saying you're right about you're right about Samuel Adams. See that because you quoted where he said that a, a country filled with vice uh, is is good for tyrants. That's where that's what I was talking about there. Okay? So, but let's but back to the topic. Okay. So, uh so you were taught so Sons of so Sons of Liberty. Um I'm not familiar with the book. Um but I'm just talking about the people back in that time frame. The people back in that time frame. Um, like Samuel Samuel Adams was, uh, um, he earned the title of being a leader. It was never like he just started; he was a leader. He's just they just the movement they needed Samuel Adams. He was a leader of um, the Son of Liberty. They were the patriots, are the ones who are fighting for the independence against the crown. They're the ones who, you know, I like I said, I don't advocate for burning up and rioting, um, but. I think you joined the, the the show a little late. We're talking about how different things they did. If the 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 loyalists or or the Tories were doing something against them and they didn't like it, they would boycott their business. They wouldn't spend any money there. But here in America, people call themselves patriots and then turn around and still shop at Walmart and they'll still turn around and and, and, talk, and go shop at Amazon, knowing that those those are not companies that stand on their values and beliefs because people just got conditioned themselves so much to where. Instead of finding new solutions, they want the quick wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Oh, I can order Amazon and maybe get it the same day or the next day, or and for a cheaper price, opposed to actually stand on your morals and your beliefs. Well, I think that that's a multi-pronged issue that you're referring that you're talking about because, um, on one hand, you're right that that it is uh, yes there. There are things that are optional in life that people still willingly spend money on. I have I've never renewed my Netflix ever since that Cuties came out. But Same. then on the but then on the other hand, you turn around and these corporations because antitrust law has not been enforced properly that it just look at all the properties of Unilever, for example. Um, I don't support most of what Unilever does politically, but at the same time, I still need to take I still need soap to take a shower. I still I still need uh, hand I still need to wash my hands. So um, so these companies, They've embedded themselves so deeply in our lives that we can't, that we would need to start from scratch with manufacturing 
to replace everything everything that they make. Uh, that's that's uh, that's where and where the Sherman Antitrust Act of eighteen ninety comes in because we we would need to break up these corporations and also the Citizens United decision. I don't I didn't don't agree with that decision. That was because I made a tweet about this last I think a few days ago that corporations should not be able to have official opinions on anything outside of outside of what they actually do. Like for example, uh, Dove makes soap. So stick to soap. Don't get involved in this body positivity stuff. Uh, what like Walmart? They sell they sell a little bit of everything to the lowest common denominator. That that's how they made their profits. So why do I have to get lectures about LGBTQ and and black power and all this other crap? I mean, just sell me my sell me my basic needs. I mean, because that's that's what that's what you go to places like Walmart for. Yeah, definitely. You know, maybe I'm not being very clear or something. Um, with with me discussing this and us saying that this should be a lot of us say all the time, this is a local issue in the cities. Our county areas, um, all of us are pretty much the most part spread across the United States. So we're not going to be necessarily meeting up at a pub anytime soon. But you can, but you guys can do this locally in your areas and discuss those kind of solutions, and discuss how you guys can take your your local governments back constitutionally, um, and come together to do that. Because I'm not necessarily looking at as the, as a federal government. We have a much higher population. Um, than they did at that time. We have way more foreign influence uh, going on here. And with our economy also depending on places like China and other countries um, for our certain goods and services. And and us allowing ourselves to have, and how, how the, you people back then would talk with their money. So, you know, if you're going to screw us over and, and do this, then we're not going to buy your, your goods anymore or you're not going to buy your services Hell, or we're going to have the Boston Tea Party. Um, so I, my whole thing is looking at it like we need to have more of a modern day kind of sons of liberty outlook on things. And people really start researching what they were doing and discussing um, uh, solutions to where we can actually have our take our government back. Because people were to we'll talk on social media and everything, but it's good for us to get in person and start doing these things locally too. And then to where, well, what we can figure out who infiltrators are, we can make sure that, you know, like a um, privacy set, not have your phone sitting there so everyone he- can hear everything. Cause sometimes I feel like um, with the podcast, there's so much more that we would like to discuss and get in depth on, but you know, why, why show your cards all at once? So, the, is the complete population going to stop using Walmart or Amazon? Not necessarily, but in your local communities, if you start locally and start supporting different things like that, and we start getting goods from each other and offering our own services and helping each other like that, 
and with them messing up the dollar, if you're growing your own food and you guys are switching off things, it's kind of we're setting up a local economy to where we can still survive regardless of how the government's trying to to hurt us when they try to take away our food sources and things like that. So this is this is more so a discussion of trying to do that and but having those discussions locally so we don't have spies. You know, you never know who's in the audience. It could be a could be a Fed, you know? So um, who's going back and listening to any of the shows? So that that's more so like why I was bringing up that that point in discussion, and that's another way to start teaching people, and especially start teaching your young men what these these rights and liberties are, because our country is only as strong as the men in our country. If we have a weak, a nation full of weak men, we have a weak country. Look at look at what they're doing with our military. Look what they're doing in leadership, and then and then. You, You'll be damned if you if you uh, point out that someone's pretending to be a woman is definitely a dude has a whole beard and he has a wig on and you're like you're a dude and they're like oh you hurt his feelings because he said he's a woman we, we that's all that stuff that they're doing like that is confusion and if we're gonna start really doing and honestly this could be faster than any kind of other options too if we start doing these things locally and you guys already decide you know. You can have your campaign all you want to, but we've already decided that Private or Robert or Donnie is going to be our sheriff because we, as a community, have decided what we want, and this is what we're going to do. So in these other people campaigns, I'm like, oh, you're going to take away a vote for Democrats and Republicans. We've already decided who we wanted. It doesn't matter if you're a campaign or not. And guess what? You're spending less money on campaigning because your community already knows you. You've already been planning together and working together. Hey, could I... Can That's I address right. something that you uh, you were just talking about with the young men? Yeah, and then and then real quick, I'm gonna move private to the to queue for a second because I have another person who hasn't spoken yet. Sure. Uh, looks like Chris. Oh, I did it again. Sorry, private. Come back, please. Um, Christopher. Um, after Robert, you can go. Go ahead, Robert. Okay, so I actually think that this is where. Uh, I promise I'm not going to go into detail, but uh, this is where, but this is where I think vices is is an issue because um, I'll admit when I was younger, I was addicted to gaming. Okay, I would spend uh, the when I wasn't when I wasn't at, say it's uh, doing schoolwork or whatever, I'd be playing Doom, Quake, Wolfenstein, or whatever is out there. A lot of guys, uh, a lot of guys are still big on, uh, big on games, and and uh, like, and I think that, uh, not saying it's bad, but I think also priorities need to be in place because you still need to take care of yourself, and you still need to have a, you still need to be in touch with the real world. And that's part of how we got uh, got where we are, uh, because if more if more people cared about what was going on around them, and also for the kids. And, and for and and for the kids, please, please look up every once in a while. Because the you know the meme about 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 Zoomers uh, always always uh, looking down at their phone. Try to look up and talk to people every once in a while. It, you know, so I think that if we're gonna have uh, if we're gonna fix society, 
first we need to have have better standards. Yeah, for sure. We definitely need to have better standards. Uh, I'm gonna put Christopher over here. Your mic was um, popping once. So that's why I moved you over. I moved you back. So go ahead, Christopher. Hello. Hey. Yes. Hi. Hi. Good. Great. Well, so what? What? I'm going to sort of reiterate, but what you're talking about is separating yourself or ourselves away from the uh, the wayward, for a lack of any better term, government. Is that that what that that is what you're aiming at? No. Um... My my whole thing here is that we have a, a government that's supposed to be a republic. We our government is yes. a constitutional republic, and we need as ourselves as a country, we need to to do something about what is going on now because it's not operating as a constitutional republic. We have an issue in this country where we're being ruled by two parties, mm-hmm. and their their parties do not hold them accountable for um, their unconstitutional acts or any acts of treason. They they don't censor them. They don't kick them out unless they go up against whatever they're trying to do themselves, it has nothing to do necessarily for the people. They have every level of government, every branch of government, and order for us as people to uh, get our country back the way we're supposed to, how can we do that peacefully, correct? So what we're doing here is discussing how we can do that locally, but not where we're exposing ourselves to where we're being targeted or we have um, spying on us and things like that. So the discussion idea that came across is... If we're meeting um, privately or at pubs, kind of like this, the Son of Liberty is kind of comparing how the Patriots in the past and the Liberty, them, how they did things to how yeah. we do things now and how we should start kind of looking and molding how we did, how they did things to today. That makes sense? Yes. And for a, for a while down here where I am in central Texas, I was going to a, a meeting and for the most part, these are what people would tend to call, oh, that's that patriot uh, falling down the rabbit hole, you know, separating yourself from, you know. So, but, and we would meet at a place not too far from where I'm sitting now. And it would be in a, it was in a Chinese restaurant. And everybody had the same focal point. But, and you're saying, learn how to be outstanding without standing out. And you, you, you know, if if you still have the social security number, you're still part of whatever this construct is. Yeah, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying to not be an American citizen anymore. I'm telling people to be Americans. And then yes. actually stand for your liberties and freedoms and stop sitting back and letting them take them away. Because there was a time when when a corporation had to renew its charter, it had to show how it was going to benefit the public. But that was taken away. And I guess we say we're going to treat a corporation. And, and what I would like to say here is that 
if you or if we start to look at etymology or the etymological viewpoint, we can see where the fraud is. So words like corporations mean a dead thing speaking. So taking away that and treating a corporation like it's a person, and then there's these people trying to give it life. And that's our big problem right now is there's too many agents for these corporations going around pushing these inferior agendas and also using the legal entity for a foundation to subvert the constitutional republic. You know, someone having so much disposable wealth that in almost in a very literal sense, it crushes them, but they take all their wealth and they put it into a foundation and then the more they give away, the more they make. But I only see people who are using these foundations to do nefarious deeds. While, you know, okay, you know, maybe someone can get their things faster with Amazon. Maybe someone still needs to go to buy something from the parent company, Unilever. But at the same time, it's... And this is the problem I had right after whatever happened on November the 3rd of 2020 and November the 4th. And if I'm correct, when I read your profile, you are a lawyer, right? No, I'm not a lawyer. Okay. I'm a concerned citizen. So, okay. So going on with your daily routine and whatnot, that is and can be construed as acceptance, as agreeing with. So right after, and everybody knows that the election was stolen. I mean, that's obvious. It's very plain to see. And I don't care what anyone is going to say about, oh, no, show me the proof. Okay, so everybody voted for high gas prices and high grocery prices. I don't think so. So, but what happened afterwards, everybody just kept going on with their routine. What should have happened is everybody should have stopped and said, hey, there's going to be no more commerce until you fix what was done. So while we're doing that, the people who are targeting us, then they start disrupting commerce ships outside the port no you can't go to the grocery store no you can't do this can't do that so instead of us taking the reins and showing us that yes and yes it is more of us than it is of them but everybody kept going on and i live down here in central texas and i still see people buying the fuel if you keep buying it they're going to keep selling it to you at this high price I know that sounds like a a very heated diatribe, but it's almost like we can't not address this without addressing with, hey, let's operate as a constitutional republic, not a doggone democracy, because a democracy is communism, and communism is democracy. Every one of the found, almost some of the founding fathers said 
democracy is not what they were giving the people. They were giving them a republic. And I yield. All right, can y'all hear me okay? Yeah. Okay. Good 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 point. Um Christopher, thank you for coming up and sharing that and discussing that and you know I get that, you know, people still like purchasing gas and the price going up. But when people have been conditioned to drive to work and they set things up where these jobs are placed into the city area and people congested and it's like people, okay, are people going to look for um, stay-at-home jobs instead so they don't have to drive? That's a solution. Um, it's just different ways of looking at how we can go against this. So when the, you know, remember when the Stamp Act um, happened mm-hmm. and um, the Sons and Daughters of Liberty, how they responded? Now, I'm not saying, <laughs> excuse me, I'm not advocating uh, for violence or anything, but they they show that they were now okay with it. the fact that the British were were terrified. They were they're yeah. hiding based off of that. But we have we have fear for our government. Their government doesn't fear us at all. No. And so that we have to change that mindset of that because how are we like you said you're right. There are more of us than there is of them. And then when you have a whole population of all these people afraid of our government like that, and we are a larger population, like what is that? That's some serious, like, my manipulation. That's some, that's like slavery, mental slavery to me is mm-hmm. what that is. So, yes, those are, those are definitely great points. Well, Christopher, if you, go ahead. You can still hear me, right? I sure can. Oh, okay. I, I was just making sure it was like some two way system where you mute the mic and you speak and, and I speak, you know. But, uh, you, you know, no one, and have you ever heard of the Uniform Commercial Code? Yeah. Can you enlighten us? Uniform Commercial Code? Can you enlighten us what it is? Oh, okay. Well, that's the the over-the-board system so that states, when when we're doing business across the states, it doesn't conflict with the other states. So in, in a lot of people's private rights have been taken and balled up and thrown into the Uniform Commercial Code, and no one likes to read it. So UCC 1-308 means all rights reserved. And a lot of the problems that we're having now is because people don't know how to reserve their rights. It's still, it's still something a little bit like the constitutional republic. There's still some remnants of it. And I do believe that the training manual 2000-25 talks about what a democracy is. And it has nothing to do with being a constitutional republic. I mean, I could rattle that off now, but I don't want to. Honestly, it would be if it's not like you know five minutes long. Give us a little summary because we, this audience here on Colin is not the only audience that that hears the show. This does go to Spotify and Apple, 
Google Podcasts and some other um, platforms. So when people are listening, they would they may not know what you're talking about. So you can that's why when someone says something, if I do know what it is, um, I still ask you to ask and explain it because everyone else may not know what it is. Who's listening? If someone right here has a pen and paper, anything to write with, take notes. It is training manual 2000-25. So that, hey, that, real quick, yeah. Christopher, we have a, on here on this, this is really yes. cool feature. We have a live chat section where you can type up that stuff and you can also add um, links to the discussion uh, so we can follow you. Yes, and I, I was trying not to flood the... the no, no, go ahead. Go ahead. But and, and, and another thing, I know a lot of people here that are listening and that are calling in, they have heard about the United States Code. Uh, another thing that I guess a lot of people don't like to read. And, and this was put in as a barrier between the private citizen and the governmental employee. That if you're going to take an oath to be to serve the public, this is what you're going to do, and this is what you're not going to do. And if you do do the things that you're not supposed to do, well, you can be held liable for that, you know. So, such as using the public office for a public gain, which is a big no-no, Nancy Pelosi and whatnot. So, maybe. In future podcasts, I will go ahead and drop those things in the chat. I'll, I'll probably, you know, if, if, if so, I'll probably drop them in now because I'm on my phone and I don't know what's going to happen if I go to a different app with the phone call. So I don't want the phone call to drop and you think you're talking to someone and it's silence. <laughs> so I see. Yeah. I, I go to different apps all the time. I go through with um, I'm on this app and I've used tw- uh, Twitter at the same time before with my phone. Um, obviously, like you know, you have Google Search, Chrome. Like it works fine with the other ones okay, as well. So I'm going to look, and I'm looking right now because I do keep that that page open so mm-hmm. that when someone wants to rattle off, then I can go ahead and say, okay, well, here, you need to go and go ahead and check this out. So, now, when I go back to the chat, and then I put in paste. And while you do that, Christopher, I'm going to put you in the queue for a second, because we have someone who hasn't had a chance to... um... Go ahead, take your time. I I don't want to... Oh, you're good. And I, I really appreciate you for coming up and giving out your voice. Uh, I really do appreciate that. So uh, I'm going to just put you back in the queue for now. And I'll pull you back up um, when the sh- as the show keeps going on. Um, let's see. Alvarez, I haven't heard from you before, I don't think, but making you the next caller. How's it going, Alvarez? Maybe. Um, if you're new to this app and in the bottom right hand corner, there's where you can unmute the mic so that you can speak. Okay. 
I'll bring you back up once you get that figured out. I'm going to go Jeremiah next. Hey, Jeremiah. Long time no speak. Hello, hello. I know it's uh, it's been a while. I just hopped up in here, though. I was trying to catch what the topic was. Uh, I, I've been I'm doing a few different things here and there, going to a new church, all that. Uh, but I, I can I can agree with one thing. People people up there, politicians. We're basically. I'm sure everyone can already agree with this. Already knows this. We are living in a uh, book of book of revelations. Uh, tyrants taking over. We're basically just re- repeating what happened. If you know the uh, when the Egyptians were taking the Jews, enslaving them. Same thing uh, when the Romans were a thousand years after that. The kings of Europe were doing the same thing where you sure probably know what happened in that time period. We're basically just repeating that same thing right now. Bunch of tyrants taking over. Uh, Like I said, I, I just hopped up in here. I was trying to catch what the conversation was going through. Uh, long story short, looking at how our um, the Son of Liberties, the Patriots back in the days, how they acted with the tyrannical government versus how we're acting today. And um, we need to look more so, um, in my opinion, and I think it would be a good idea, a, a more of a model like that from then. Not necessarily, like I said earlier, not violence and necessarily you know, tarring, feathering people um, like that. But we're discussing how we can do that and how we can have those discussions locally in, in person so we're not being spied on and to limit um, infiltrators and, and things that that that's work. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I know I know what you're talking about. Um, ma- majority of people, if you look at look at the conservative side, there's two sides of the conservative side. There's the Christians and then there's the pagans. A lot of the pagans want to just charge up in there. The Christians, a lot of Christians do too. The difference is uh, the pagans um, very, 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 very strongly believing that they're all spies for Satan as well. And what I mean by that, if you look at the uh, all the government officials, it's, it's very clear that a lot of them are pagans. They do these sacrifices to Satan, all of that. Satanists, they work for Satan at a higher degree than what other Satanists that are just regular people work for them. They're actually moving the chess pieces for Satan. Uh, and all the all the pagans, a lot a lot of them on the other side, on the left, they're, they know exactly what's going on. That's why all of the people we've brought to our side and all of the people that have been converted to Christianity, we're basically at the max on that. Uh, most of them on the other side, they know exactly what's going on. They know that they're on the evil side. They know that they're working for Satan. And if you know about the the pagan groups, all of them have one witch. That one witch is who communes with these these spiritual beings. They you know mix potions so that other people can commune with these spiritual beings. These spiritual beings are the the demons that the same ones that the politicians they all work for. So, Jeremiah, I have a question. 
I have a question for you then. If, you know, we have this, this uh, spiritual battle and how come we don't have more strong people that are Christians fighting uh, this, this battle? You know, I feel like most people that they say they're Christians or something or, or whatnot, if they really fear God and they put God first and what, what's their fear of taking on this wickedness? Like, Oh, I like I get people get mad at me because I'll call out people who are um, famous female athletes or who are competing against women who are clearly dudes, but they are deceiving people by not openly saying that they're men. And so I'll get crap for for bringing it up. Um, my whole thing is I'm going to bring it up because it's not right. You can't sit there and, and someone who openly is uh, saying that they, you know, that they, they transition um, into a woman and compete with girls, but not say anything to those who are obviously looks like. Their anatomy um, that they are. Now, people say there can be some masculine features with women that happens, but to have a man body um, and the and the and the what's that the what's that little thing called the little thing in your y'all's abs that y'all have that we don't have. Um, I don't know what it's called. I forget what it's called, but like we don't yeah. have certain things like that. And then they pretend to get pregnant. They have moon bumps. Why is a moon bump industry banging like that? We have. So many people pretending to be getting, having babies when they're not having babies to deceive the population. And then, and then, and then who do they worship? Baal, B-A-A-L. So I'm, if, as Christians, how come you're not standing up and saying anything um, but cowering and we're going to hurt someone's feelings? I, I care more about, you know, upsetting God more than um, someone else who's trying to deceive me. I can answer every single one of those questions. Most Christians don't want to stand up. Because everyone, every Christian knows that we are living in the end times, the book of Revelations. And most Christians, they simply, they simply want to just wait it out and wait for the rapture to happen. Even though most of them, they still don't even meet most of the requirements. Uh, a lot of these Christians, they're kind of only going half the way, but they're also still wanting to wait for the rapture to get raptured up into heaven. And the, there's there's more that goes into that, whether or not this will be the end of the world. That is that is mostly up to the remaining Christians, whether or not the very few of those Christians that will actually get to go. It, it's it's kind of in that that kind of time that time frame that we're we're in. But uh, the, the the transgenders, they are all abominations. Homosexuals are all abominations. I mean that that's clear. Almost every homosexual and every transgender is obviously extremely evil. I mean, you probably saw the the transgender people. the The man was a woman and the woman was a man, but the the man the woman that was a man gave birth to a baby, and then the the man that was a woman was breastfeeding with his boobs as if it could actually give milk when it was just sucking sweat off of his nipple. And if anyone thinks that that is anything but evil, then you too are very evil. And this is good versus evil that we're living in. Uh, I mean, that that's, that's the, the Christians not standing up is because honestly, most Christians, they're, they're scared to stand up. But if you look at it like this, Every Christian, not not every Christian, of course, you have the, the Christians that have been Christian their whole life and haven't done anything. But hey, hey, Jeremiah, Jeremiah, but I, I do want us to say, I don't want us to go off too far in tangent. I just want to like you address some things. I want to to ask you some questions about that. 
Um, Because honestly, too, um, we can point out evil and say things are evil, but we have um, to be cautious how we say that. We want people to come on our side if, you know, that we're not just um, hateful people. Because I I know people that aren't evil um, who have, you know, changed the way they are. Do I agree with their lifestyle? I do not agree with that. And I won't sit there and promote it and be okay with it. But to, to, to call out an entire uh, group of people, you know, that it, it's just, it's just, if we want to fix this problem, we need to fix it while we're here alive on this earth um, to do that. But let me um, get over to Alvarez. They pop back up. I think their mic may be working now because this the show's over in like about four minutes and we haven't heard from him yet. And we're going to be closing out here in a second. So I appreciate you for coming up today and dropping your, your gems. All right. Well, let him step up. All right. Thank you so much. Hey, Alvarez. Hey, how you doing? Love your show, Donnie. I follow you on Twitter. I'm, I'm and uh, I, I think you're a real warrior. I, uh, the, the question about Christianity is really a mixed one. I think it's all about leadership. And unfortunately, because the 501, mo, uh, most of the evangelical churches are running uh, to keep their uh, 501c3 tax exempt status, uh, just because, just because we hear this conflicted information from the pulpit render into Caesar's what is Caesar, uh, that you have to honor the uh, leaders that have been put into power because uh, they've been ordained by God. I just, I, I just think that that's a mystery. First of all, a, a lot of that was for the Jew, and we're Gentiles. And uh, uh, Dietrich Bonhoeffer, uh, the famous German theologian, uh, risked it all. At the end, it cost him his life standing up against Nazis. Uh, you know, you, everyone's heard the saying, uh, the, the evil triumphs when good men do nothing. And this is the reason we've lost 60 million innocents. God's people are coming and, and they're coming back with a vengeance. Look at David when, uh, like Goliath was in front of the Philistine army taunting men, the Israelis, uh, the, the Israelites. Will anyone come meet, meet me? Will anyone will come face me? Out came a reluctant, uh, like shepherd kid. He only needed one stone, but he picked up five because he knew that uh, Goliath had four brothers. This is the kind of spirit, the kind of spirit that you demonstrate, Donnie. Uh, it's so refreshing to see a young person so engaged. If we're going to have a conversation, let's have a full and complete conversation about history. Not a, not the, um, the, uh, not the Howard Zinn, uh, people's, uh, you know, history of the United States or, uh, Nicole Hannah Jones's, uh, half truth, mistruth, um, like 1619 project. Uh, you know, and anytime that you uh, have this uh, discussion with anyone in power, you know, when you're over the target by the amount of flack that you get, they don't want to argue in terms of real, accurate uh, historical facts. They want to fake rage. So mm-hmm. my thing is, I believe that we need to form local networks uh, loosely uh, tied together with means of communicating with each other, such as handheld ham radios. The Chinese make one. It's called Bao. Fung. This thing has got a. It, this thing is super strong. You can also pick up uh, first responders because when we become a serious group, uh, they're going to shut off the internet. I mean, that's what they do. That's anybody that's been in, in in the military will tell you that the first target is command and control. You cut the head off, and the body dies. Engage locally. 
um, start start a garden, get alternate forms of of of, of being able to barter and trade because uh, many of us feel that what's coming is um, is apocalyptic. I mean, we're going to get through this. We're going to get through this, but it's going to take us time. We don't want to challenge power directly. Uh, when I look back at the Constitution and I look back at uh, our founding fathers and the colonists, I I wondered if so many were so apprehensive and so, uh, uh, you know, lethargic when it came to standing up against tyranny. And I uh, found that only 7% of the colonists actually took up arms against the greatest military force of the 18th century and prevailed. So just because our numbers are few, Johnny, doesn't mean that we're mighty. God always leaves a remnant. You and I and those in this room, we are the remnant. Don't wait for the Lone Ranger. We are the Lone Ranger. Thank you. Thank you. Man, that was that was nice. Thank you for saying that. You're absolutely right about that. You know, um, that's the point of the conversation to point that out. You know, we, we can. It doesn't have to be um, everybody in the United States. We don't have to have 50% of them on our side. We only need a few of us to do it. And, and then we stand strong on our convic- convictions and we're together. We can, we can definitely do this, you guys. And then, and then doing it locally, even better. And then that's how then we take on the big, the big bad boy, uh, the federal government. Cause then we have our local governments back. So where we can actually have our power back and we, as the people as we're supposed to. So, um, thank you so much for coming up here and dropping your gems. Let me, uh, Get over to John real quick because we have hit our hour mark. But John, before you uh, open your mic up, let me do this real quick. I do not necessarily have a monetizing option on this, but you know, it'd be so great. Um, I do appreciate those who have helped um, behind the the closed doors and everything. Uh, hey, John, can you mute your mic for a second, please? Um, it'd be so. It's uh, I don't. We don't quite have that yet. I'm quite sure Colin is working on something like that. Um, but we don't have that option right now, but, you know, I spent a lot of time researching and everything. I volunteer a lot of hours doing the things that I do. So if you get, can uh, just throw in a dollar or two or whatever you can, um, I put the information on how you can tip in there, the websites in there. If you want to, um, just become a member of the website, cause that's all you can do right now. That's fine. And make sure you're sharing this podcast out so that we can keep growing the audience and meet more people. So we're not just talking only amongst ourselves. We can get more folks in here who can learn something and, or get uh, these kind of ideas out. And, you know, it seems like, you know, we're not we're not huge or anything like that. We're not like a national movement yet, but we're making some we're making some moves. People are starting to use unconstitutional more and, and constitution and people are talking about both parties being um, no good more. And uh, these are bigger names are saying these things now. And just because, you know, they didn't say where they got the information from, you guys may be out there saying the same things. You guys are making moves and impacts. So I appreciate that. So join the website. Share the podcast, and if you can tip a dollar or two on Venmo or Cash App, it's in the live chat, and I will check it. And if you do donate or whatever, if you want to add a comment, I'll go ahead and read it on the on the thing if you want me to. But uh, go ahead, John, and then let's make sure John and then Christopher in private. I'll let y'all say some closing statements as well before we close out. Hey, John. How's it going in hey. this world? <laughs> How you doing? I'm very good. I've been listening. Everybody's made some good points. Alvarez, I really liked what he said. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we we um, you know all these points are well taken, but uh, you know we got to remember that our founding fathers did give us 
a foolproof way to rein in an overreaching federal government in Article 5. Um, and uh, that's the Convention of States project. And I think as a group, you know, either on the local level or, you know, are all banding together, we need to make sure. So far, there's 19 states that have passed. Uh, Texas is one of them. But if you look at a map, uh, there's 34 states that are needed to, uh, you know, to start the process, basically. And then um, there's 38 that are needed to ratify it, basically. So to call a convention, it takes 34 states and 38 to ratify. And uh, that's something that, you know, our, our forefathers probably foresaw what we're going through right now. Because uh, a convention of states is the only constitutional way to limit the power and jurisdiction of the federal government. And anyone who wants to give power back to the people will support this growing movement. And uh, you know, we've, we've got to remember, you know, big government sucks, but we got to remember it's not going to shrink itself. Governments will never do that, ours or any others. And so we do have a way to do it. We do have to get behind the Convention of States. If you're in a state that um, hasn't passed, uh, you know, support of it, uh, I would say try to do what you can to, to get involved in groups and mobilize groups to do so. Because uh, <clears throat> yeah, if you look at the map, there's still a, a lot of states that 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 are left, and some like like uh, North Carolina, for example, and Iowa, and South Dakota, and, and you know, and places like that, Nevada, and so on, that uh, would be good targets. And and uh, if we really get behind that in a movement, I think it is doable. And I think that's something we got to keep in mind and get behind and try to help each other towards getting to that goal, because that is a way where we can throw it open, you know, the Constitution really rein in. And, and that's that's written in the Constitution. That's in Article five. And, so John, if, if, if that would work, if we have people in office that we trust, we don't have people in office we can trust. Those are the people that are going to be well, the that, ones but, going but that, but Donnie, it's not the people in office. That's the people that can that can throw this open. I mean, it's a movement where you know it's, it's it, you know of course we can't trust the people that are in. Like I said, you know, big government's not going to shrink itself. It's not going to stand by. But but legally, that's the way we do it. And then uh, if the pushback comes, then we take stronger action. But that's the legal way. That's the foolproof way of doing it. And it's all there in our constitution. And that was very well thought out by our, by our forefathers, I think. Okay. Um, Robert, go ahead. I'm going to come back because I like, I just, I'm going to tell you these are elected officials in the Democrat Republican party. I do not trust either of them going and touching the constitution until we get the corrupt people out. Cause they can do anything and change that constitution. Those are the ones that are elected, elected officials in our state Congress that go and do the convention of States and we do not trust them. I agree, but that, but they don't have the final say. Yeah. You know, I mean, we, you know what, let's, let's look at for article five and let's, let's talk about it in an upcoming uh, show of yours. Okay. That's um, fine. Yeah. Okay. So I'm, so I'm going to say this on the convention of States. We have too many people in this country that do not believe in freedom 
for uh, for us to even consider the convention of states because think about let because John I don't agree with I, that I, because John I do respect your where you're coming from on I do agree that there is a call there is a constitutional solution but we have too many people in this country that believe in things like uh, making it mandatory to use people's preferred pronouns. Too many people that want to ban guns entirely. We have uh, we have we have too many people who believe in throwing people in jail based on a false accusation and not even giving them a chance to defend themselves. So. Quite frankly, I don't think we're in a place where we should even be putting the bill, the bill of rights, on the table because because what you're doing then is like say you're playing spades. That's like you have and you have two aces. No, you have all four aces, a king and a deuce, and you're just throwing them all out. But I'm, Robert. I'm not, but hold on a second. I, you know, I, I don't agree with that because, you know, it was just mentioned by somebody, you know, it was 7% of the colonists that caused all the disruption and, and were responsible for the Revolutionary War. 7%, right? And so there's more of that, you know, as far as people that want freedom. And, and we can't say that. You know, I've, I've said this all along, like even the mega movement, for example, everybody thinks it's Trump. It wasn't Trump. The mega movement's always been us. You know, Trump was a, a chosen vessel for us, and those people are still out there, the 80 million uh, that, that, that really bought into what he was saying. And so, you know, we selected Trump because he sounded independent. Those people are still out there searching for that person. So, I, you know, I think the numbers are higher than even at the time of the Revolutionary War. There are a lot of people that know something's wrong. They want to do something about it. There's a legal way of doing it. But if it doesn't, I mean, if it comes to revolution, it comes. But there is a, but there is a constitutional way to do this. And we can't just dismiss it because we think, oh, there's too many people that won't get behind us. We don't know that. I mean, look at, no, who would have thought Trump could have won back in 2016? It wasn't supposed to happen, right? And and oh. uh, I think I think the possibility is even greater now. So, anyway. Yeah. Okay. But John, I do get what you're saying, but at the same time, are you willing to put the bill of Are you willing to put the bill of rights on the table with the yep. possibility that they that they could that it could also not go in our favor? They could take away the Second Amendment completely. That they could take away the Fourth, the Fifth, and the Sixth Amendment as well. Are, hey, Robert. You, but if you but willing? if thirty-four states are willing to do that, if the voters in thirty-four states do that, that puts the numbers in our favor right off the bat. Because there's thirty-four states that have been able to get behind this and pass it. Where you, know, you can call a convention of states. How would you right? feel if they sent for Texas? How would you feel if they sent Andrew? Um, they sent uh, Crenshaw and they sent Sheila Jackson on, on behalf of Texas. How would you feel? Well, wait a minute. Who says that they're going to be going? That's you mean that's up to who? I'm sorry, wrong people. people I'm sorry. There. I mean, you're wait, 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 wait. No, no, John. Involved. You can't say that. You can't. But the thing that. is, that's I'm not. I don't want to take. I don't want to take a chance of those kind of people going, but those weren't the those weren't the people I meant to say. I meant to say well, the ones in the Texas Senate, I mean, they, in the, they, sorry, they, Texas they, Congress. 
Donnie, they may be there, but we're going to be there as well. I mean, the, you know, it's, it's, it's going to come down to a fight, right? I mean, it's who are we willing to fight? I mean, that's the question. I mean, sure, those people will be there, but we're going to be there, too. I mean, it's, it gives us an open forum to fight for this, right? And we can rein in the government. That's a legal way of doing it. Of course, those people are going to be involved. That's to be expected. But we're going to be involved as well. We have the means of doing that. I mean, you know, I have the faith in the people myself, but I mean, I think if 34 states pass that we're calling to action that, I think right away that means the numbers are on our side. I I do respect you, John, but I'm going to have to disagree on that completely with the people okay, that we'll are in agree office. Disagree, but, the people right. that are in office that they send over there are people I do not trust. I trust the people. I don't trust people in office that are going to be sent over there. Well, when you say sent over there, I mean, this is open to the people, right? So, I mean, it's not like the government's not representing us. That's why it's been called into action. It's not the government that's dictating this. Understand? I mean, the people elect who's going to be, uh, you know, uh, putting this all together. I mean, it's not like Crenshaw and Sheila Jackson Lee and the people you mentioned. Automatically, they're going to be running things unless we let it. But... You know, we're not going to let it. I mean, if the people are willing to throw that open, we're going to fight for more rights. Gotcha. Well, I do. I I do. I do. do. I'm not going to give up on it and just say, well, you know, these government officials are going to go over there. I mean, that's I mean, I want to go there and fight. Gotcha. I appreciate I mean, what have we got to lose? Gotcha. Okay. Uh, well, we, we did say we will uh, agree to disagree on that one um, because this other solutions is not the only solution. We do have a declaration of independence what? and, and, and they, they, they did give us. Solution. Yeah. But, but you said that's the only solution. That's why. No, I didn't, say that. I, think, oh. I didn't say that's the only solution, but I said there is a way, a constitutional way to do this. I mean, gotcha. it's a foolproof way. Some people think it's a foolproof way. But no, it's going to be a fight. Of course it's going to be a fight. It was a fight when we got fought for our independence. And 7% of the people did it, right? I mean, that's that's in history. There's more numbers than that now. And that's that's in the Constitution. But, I mean, I'm not saying that's the only way, but I'm saying that's, you know, that's a way in the Constitution where legally the people can take back. That's all I'm saying. I mean, it's just whether people are fighting. I mean, I'm not afraid to. I'm not afraid to throw that open and fight for it. I'm not. I mean, we have the guns and the ammunition and all that right now. I mean, you know, so that's something to fight for. I mean, I, you know, would I put my life on the line for it? Sure, I would. Hey, John, could tell tell you what? Um, I, I, I live in the Beltway area. I know I know how the I know how the cops are and the National Guard is. So I'm gonna put this challenge to you and anyone else uh, that that is that talks about violence. So so you you already know off the bat that that if the police see an assault rifle out in the open, they're already gonna be drawing their guns. Uh, so are you so? Are you really willing to go that route, even if it means shooting at cops and potentially national guard? That's not. That's not the implication. That's not what that means at all. That doesn't. And I, I don't know why you can draw that conclusion. 
I mean, this is I'm, this I'm, is open. This is open for the people. I mean, I know National Guard and I know I know cops as well. I mean, I have a cop living that's a neighbor and all that. So, I mean, I, you know, I mean, I've asked sheriffs and I've asked people that work for the sheriffs where I say, look, if 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 they really want to confiscate our guns, would you do it? And they lot they say no, I wouldn't do that. I said, interesting, but I mean, I'm not saying every state is like that. But you know, I'm in Texas, and. I, <laughs> You know, there's there's a certain line that people are. You know, we've already we're already. And and I don't want to be rude. I don't want to be rude either, everyone. That that we've gone over 15 minutes too of when we're they're going to shut off this show. Yeah. And I do want to stay on as long as I possibly can too. But like I said, um, I I uh, I put a lot of time and effort and research into this stuff, and I want to stay longer. But um, at the end of the day, when you know. People aren't tipping and stuff, and then kind of helping out a little bit, and then just like they ignore the the subscription stuff. It's not a hobby. I really want to make a difference, but like um, you guys, there's not you guys necessarily, but people are tipping other people who aren't trying to fight for anything, um, who are just commentary on things. So um, I'm not mad at you guys. If you can't, you can't. But at least you know, at least subscribe to the website or something, because this is. I'll let people talk for a long period of time. You can have everyone can talk because this is a a place where we can all come together and have discussions. But you know, if I if I'm gonna stay here longer, and after you know, I say we have an hour, um, and I have other things to do as well. And I know you guys all do because I appreciate y'all's time and being here. We get kind of, sometimes if we can help, we can uh, do so. People have um in the past, but it, it's just something like I'm talking on here with you guys for hours, and I bet you guys we can talk for hours and hours. But I, uh, I, but we, I have to do other things too, um, in order to get some things done. But we went over 15 minutes. I do appreciate everyone's input. I did see y'all jump back up, up here. Um, but we're gonna have to shut this down. I'm sorry, uh, Christopher and Private. I did say y'all can come back up here, but we went way over. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and shut this down in the anthem, and then we'll be back tomorrow. Uh, Shaka's gonna be here, and we have a, a form, and um, y'all can come up and we can have a discussion again because. It's, it's not necessarily a, a form where um, there's any particular discussion. So we can bring this all back up tomorrow and continue tomorrow. It's not that I want to continue the conversation, but let's come back tomorrow and uh, redo this some more, okay? All right. I'm going to go ahead and close down the anthem. You guys have a fantastic evening. God bless you guys. And bye. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it, and to institute new government laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form, as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Prudence, indeed, will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes, and accordingly all experience hath shown, that mankind are more disposed to suffer, while evils are sufferable, than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations, pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty, to throw off such government, 
and to provide new guards for their future security. You're tuning into The Constitutionalist with Donnie the Don. Don't be political property. Be free.